This is the Braither Point. It's been decades in planning. Made Overlord look like child's play. Old enemies made new packs. Billions were paid in bribes. Governors, mayors, judges, teachers, doctors, scientists, bureaucrats, BLM, and Blantifa. Those who wouldn't be bribed were extorted. Those who couldn't be extorted were murdered. Murdered by the thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions. Tally up the COVID kills, jab murders, nursing home executions, ventilator homicides, combined with fentanyl and meth, baby and born genocides, suicides, and mass killings by blade, gun, or car, and we may never know the true number. After all that, do you really believe that after a couple of audits, PTA protests, and whistleblowers, they would just come clean, give up, and confess? Their goal is total tyranny, utter enslavement of us, our children, and grandchildren. They'll never permit a 2024 revenge tour. Like a pusher and his addict, they plan endless injections, eternal masquerades, and unending planned pandemics. Resist, and they'll jail you. Refuse, and they'll kill you. Unless we begin here and now and infiltrate them just like they did us. I'm a retired SOCOM soldier, former DIA intelligence collector, and ex-DEA special agent. Targeted by the deep state, turned whistleblower, now your intelligence officer. Repurposed as leader, teacher, truth teller, and chaplain. New mission, restore our fallen republic. Objective, defeat the deep state. Means, expose fake news, tools, truth, discernment, and free will. Attention, deep state Dems, rhinos, BLM, Antifa, and assorted traitors and enemies, foreign and domestic. Your masks won't silence us. Your shutdowns won't stop us. Your riots don't scare us. You're not as organized as the British. You're not as disciplined as the Nazis. You're not as fierce as the Imperial Japanese. You're not as brutal as ISIS. And we beat them all. You're next. Welcome. I'm Jeff Prather, and this is The Prather Point. Welcome, everybody. Important show today. Uh, Glad to have you with me all. Uh, I am on my alternative YouTube channel because my main channel uh, has been suspended for being a bad sheep. I think I'm supposed to be back up on May, but I will start transitioning uh, to other uh, channels and alternative locations. Uh, I'm good at covering concealment, but uh, concealment is not cover and all cover is temporary. I've also been suspended uh, permanently, I guess, off of Spotify. So they were 1% uh, of my viewing audience, and that will be just the uh, get woke, go broke scenario as they fade. I'm also doing a Wednesday 1 p.m. privatized uh, pay uh, show on Rockfin as well. Uh, But don't worry, Tuesdays and Thursdays are still totally free for a deeper dive. If you want to see my proofs, intelligence, protocols, regimens, uh, then you you can go to jeffreypratha.com. And again, you can get my free newsletter there, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-P-R-A-T-H-E-R.com, a a new one just coming out. 
Uh, but you can go into my shop and you get things like my uh, handgun martial arts uh, online video there, which gives all the uh, best practices, techniques, tactics, and protocols for defending yourself and protecting your loved ones uh, through Handgun Martial Arts Center. Uh, you can get a uh, MyMedic uh, bag there as well. Very important to continue to get your Faraday bags, talking more about that. Uh, but a lot of the special operations intelligence today that is being misused uh, is through the uh, cell phone tracking mechanisms. Uh, so that Faraday bag is always real important uh, to get and to uh, do. Uh, but uh, also on my Patreon, uh, again, if you want to join that, go to jeffreyprather.com, hit membership. Uh, I'll take you to patreon.com slash jeffreyprather. There are three levels, uh, $5, $15, and $25. Uh, $5, you'll see most of the stuff I'm talking about on the show. $15, you'll start to get transcripts. $25, you'll get uh, video clips of inside my classes, uh, weekly horsemanship um, tactical bladecraft, uh, firearms, uh, handgun martial arts, uh, all of the martial arts, self-defense, uh, all of that. Uh, also up this week uh, on my Patreon are some tools and options for hemorrhagic fever. There is no treatment for hemorrhagic fever. And so it looks like there's more pandemics uh, coming. So always giving you tools, options uh, for your uh, toolkit. And those are up. Uh, some of those if you don't subscribe, try and give you as much free stuff as I can as well. Zinc and kerosetin, um, vitamin A, uh, niconamide mononucleotide, MNN. I talked about that in details. And there's um, then detailed charts on all of that and essential nutrients, 90 nutrients for life uh, on there uh, as well. So a lot of important stuff to uh, cover today. And uh, the Russian delegate to the United, Station, United Nations recently went to the United Nations, called a Security Council meeting. His name is Vasily Nebenzia, and has charged that the U.S. implemented uh, a program of biological research in Ukraine that, that may have triggered uncontrolled dangerous infections in Ukraine, including rubella, diphtheria, tuberculosis, measles, polio, and swine flu that by March of 2016, a total of 364 people had died of swine flu in Ukraine. So this is really important because when all this started happening, I was pointing out that while uh, Putin is not some kind of nice guy, he's a KGB killer, the enemy of my enemy is my ally. And I was uh, talking about the biolabs and other people before me have talked about those uh, as well. And now a lot of people are talking about those bio labs, and that's fifth generational weaponry uh, that is mRNA genetic specific bioweapons. There's nothing new about biological weaponry. It's been used forever from catapults and trebuchets, uh, throwing uh, corpses uh, and uh, all kinds of agents into castles uh, to uh, smallpox blankets to the tribes to a long list of those. Uh, but the genetic manipulation allows for very specific control of those. And that has enabled uh, these forces to use these weapons against us. And now Russia has been the element through Putin of calling this out. And so his uh, UN Security Council uh, representative, Nebenzia, has said that the, while the US itself shut down the military purpose biological research 
on its own territory due to high risks it posed to the American populations, the Kiev authorities actually agreed to turn their country into a biological testing site. Ukraine has become a U.S. bio lab testing site, but it's also a fifth gen war testing site, as I will get to. So the things that you saw happen uh, from 2010, 2015, up to 2020 uh, in Ukraine have been happening in the United States as well. And while the United States has become a proxy puppet of China, uh, Ukraine has become a proxy puppet of the US. And there is an array of enemies that we are concerned about. Uh, There are nation state enemies, uh, such as China and Xi, and there are non-nation state entities, uh, enemies, uh, such as Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, but the most dangerous of those is China, uh, because without China, uh, the, the, we wouldn't have the traders paid off that we do inside the government. Uh, Swalwell is sleeping with Feng Feng. She was through uh, China. These things get funded through a nation state. Now, the non-nation state enemies are very powerful. The World Economic Forum Uh, but they are not as powerful as the nation state of China because of its vast resources as well. So you have to triage your priorities of enemies uh, as well. That's important to understand. But it's very, very uh, important uh, that the I said early on uh, that Russia was going after the biolabs. A couple other people said that too. Now it's being confirmed even on Tucker, even on Fox News, it's being uh, talked about. Um, and I said also they would have to come out and announce about that, and they have. I've talked about that before. They've done that to first Putin talked to his own troops. Uh, then he had a fox tanned blonde head talking to the media. Of course, the left wing propaganda press has censored everyone, just like they censor me, uh, Trump, anyone who speaks the truth. Uh, but now they are going to the United Nations, the forum. Now, I'm certainly no fan of the United Nations, but again, they are turning the Claymore around just as I am turning the Claymore around. And while I'm still on YouTube, I'm not going to stay on YouTube for this whole show. And I I will be switching over shortly uh, from YouTube. And therefore you can go see me uh, live on Rockfin, Rumble, uh, or CloudHub. And I will soon be on other... um, Alternative. Well, I'm on other stuff already as well, but I'll soon be making that more of a uh, primary uh, hub because I want to continue to have the mentor-mentee relationship. And right now, I don't have dialogue uh, on this YouTube uh, channel, but working on that and evaluating different uh, different channels uh, for that, and always having a backup plan. So, uh, the Russian representative says materials confiscated by the Russian Defense Ministry prove that all serious high-risk research in Ukrainian biolabs was directly supervised by U.S. experts who had diplomatic immunity. Uh, And the U.S. government turned Ukraine into a site for dangerous biological tests. Um, As we know from our experience with COVID-19, this cannot be stopped. So this is very, very important uh, to understand uh, because uh, Russia is the one outing the narrative of fifth-generation bio-digital genetic magnetic warfare. And Russia alone is doing this and pushing back 
on all fronts and is being successful about that. Uh, and so the defense ministry of Russia, uh, through their aggression, through their attack, has gotten a hold of a documents confirming that Ukraine developed a network of at least 30 biological laboratories that host extremely dangerous biological experiments. That's interesting uh, because other people have said 11, I've said 15, they're saying twice that many. Uh, that is very interesting. They're saying this work is funded and directly supervised by the Defense Threat Reduction Agency. That's exactly what I've said. In the interest of the Pentagon's National Center for Medical Intelligence, exactly what I've said. Uh, the key role in these programs was played by a BSL-3 central reference laboratory at the Mechnikov Scientific Research Anti-Plague Institute in Odessa, Ukraine. Uh, BSL-3 uh, being almost the highest level, BSL-4 uh, is the highest level lab. That was the Wuhan lab, but they had problems. It's difficult to contain that uh, level. There were research centers in other cities also, such as Kiev, Lvov, Kharkov, Dnipro, Kherson, Turnipal, Uzgrod, and Vinstia. <clears throat> research results were sent to U.S. military biological centers, uh, including uh, Walter Reed and the U.S. Army Biological Warfare Centers at Fort Detrick uh, that could be used for the key hubs of the American Biological Weapons uh, Program. Um, Ukraine has a unique geological lo geographical location where transcontinental migration routes of potential carriers of dangerous diseases intersect. So now we've seen uh, Biden extorting the attorney general investigating Hunter of Ukraine. We've seen, we've heard Trump talking to uh, Ukraine. Uh, we've seen Russia and uh, Ukraine fighting uh, for over a decade. But now we get to why Ukraine is so important. Of course, Ukraine means borderlands, I'm told in the translation. Um, and it's always been an area of contest, contest between uh, Russia and Ukraine. But now we're seeing something else. Uh, with the bioweapons, you need vectors. You have to deliver them somehow. The delivery system is the vector. And they are saying, according to the data received, which I assume is uh, the, the data they've, they have seized from the biolabs that they have taken, the birds that were ringed and released during biological research uh, from the Kursan Nature Center were caught in Avavano and Vransek regions of Russia. The analysis, of the, the analysis of the obtained materials confirms the transfer of more than 140 containers with ectoparasites of bats from a biolab in Kharkov abroad. So they are see, saying that they've seized documents and materials from the U.S.-Ukraine biolabs uh, through the Russian aggression, and they've also uh, gotten birds as the vectors in Russia and compared those together and seen that they were delivering uh, bioweapons via vectors of birds into Russia. They are justifying uh, their continued attacks. Several thousands of samples of blood serum of COVID-19 patients, most of them of Slavic ethnicity, were transported from Ukraine to Walter Reed Army Institute of Research in the United States, allegedly for trials of treatment and prevention of COVID-19. Now, so, I, you know, I've been to Walter Reed. Anybody in the military has been to uh, Walter Reed. Uh, but why would uh, Russian genetic samples be going back to, to Walter Reed? 
Well, why are American uh, biosamples through the genetic companies, 23andMe, going back to China for biological genetic weaponry modification? Because with a bioweapon, you want to have an antidote and you want to make it as specific as possible to the population. So what China has done, the U.S. is doing because the U.S. government is a puppet of the Chinese government. And fifth generational warfare, the preferred weaponry uh, is... Uh, biogenetic, magnetic, electronic uh, weaponry, um, mitochondrial magnetism. So uh, the activity of the biolabs, Russia says, in Ukraine, we track back to 2014 and U.S. implemented a program of so-called reform of Ukrainian healthcare system, reforming the healthcare system. Remember back to Obama, Going to uh, Obamacare, reforming the healthcare system. So now this all begins to fit together because you get all kinds of data now, all the HIPAA data, uh, all the privacy data uh, out the window because you control uh, the bio data through the healthcare system. Uh, the World Health Organization said Ukraine runs a high risk of having a polio outbreak. There is evidence that in Kharkov, where one of the labs is located, 20 Ukrainian soldiers died of swine flu in January 2016. 200 more were hospitalized. By March 2016, the total of 364 people had died of swine flu in Ukraine. Besides, outbreaks of African swine fever occur regularly in Ukraine. In 2019, there was an outbreak of a disease that had symptoms similar to plague. While the U.S. itself shut down military purpose biological research on its own territory due to high risks it posed to the American population. Remember, uh, DARPA even refused uh, Fauci's gain of function as being too dangerous. The Kiev authorities actually agreed to turn their country into a biological testing site. And it's not just a biological testing site. It's a fifth generation war lab for World War IV, World War III being global war on terror, World War IV being the Great Reset against the Great Resistance. It says, as reported by Reuters, uh, the World Health Organization recommended Ukraine should eliminate its stocks of pathogens to avoid possible leaks that might trigger disease. The materials that our defense ministry, this is still the Russian um, uh, legate to uh, the United Nations. Security Council talking, uh, our defense ministry got a hold of proof that all serious high-risk research in Ukrainian biolabs was directly supervised by U.S. experts who had diplomatic community, talked about it on a previous podcast, shown the diplomatic plates. Our defense ministry reports that at this moment, the Kiev regime, as was demanded by Western sponsors, hastily covers up all traces so that the Russian side could not get a hold of direct evidence of the U.S.-Ukraine violating Article 1 of the biological uh, Treaty of Warfare. They rushed to shut down all the biological programs. This has been uh, confirmed by me and by the American uh, government. Um, having analyzed the destruction certificates, we can say that the Levov lab alone destroyed 232 containers with path pathogens of leptospirosis, uh, tularema, brucellosis, and five of plague. Uh, so this is very, very deadly stuff that they are talking about. All those years, there was a site for dangerous biological tests on the doorstep of the European Union. Now, pay attention to what he's doing here now. First, they're justifying their continued war because it's been going on since 2014, at least. 
Ukraine and Russia, at least. Uh, and they're justifying uh, their aggression to hit these biolabs. Now they're taking their case to the European Union. They're saying, hey, if you don't do something, if you don't join us, we have to do something, then you're going to end up like this too. All those years, it was a site for dangerous biological tests on the doorstep of the European Union. We call to, th to think of a real biological threat to the population of European states that may be posed by uncontrolled spread of biological agents from Ukraine. As we know from our experience with COVID-19, this cannot be stopped. Should this be the case, it will encompass the entire of Europe. So this is a powerful argument that you're not going to hear on the propaganda press. All you're going to see is the fake news. Um, so, uh, and then they say, Undersecretary of United States State Department, Victoria Newland, in fact, confirmed that there were biolabs in Ukraine where military purpose biological research had been conducted. When asked by Senator Marco Rubio whether Ukraine had biological and chemical weapons, she responded that Ukraine had biological research facilities that should not fall into the hands of Russian forces. Uh, so <laughs> they are using the this corrupt Biden regime's uh, own words against them, and they are factual. They are true. At the same time, the Department of State in the United States sticks to the point that allegedly there are no U.S.-controlled biolabs in Ukraine, hence a question to the American de delegation. How does this reconcile with 2005 agreement between the U.S. Department of Defense and the Ukrainian Ministry of Health concerning cooperation in the area of prevention of proliferation of technology, pathogens, and expertise that could be used in the development of biological weapons? So <laughs> there's a treaty, there's an international treaty, uh, and what they're saying is the U.S. has violated and they're taking their case to the UN here, to the world. Uh, and the United States government has been caught in its lies because different departments are telling different lies because uh, the Biden regime is controlled by puppets and the puppeteers have, con have difficulty controlling all of the lies. And they say, we emphasize the biological threats defy all borders. No region of the world is safe. The United States supervises several hundreds of biolabs in 30 countries, Middle East, Africa, Southeast Asia. Now they're taking their case to the rest of the world. This is, this is a counter uh, psyop by the Russian uh, government, uh, too, being made to be look like the bad guys. Um, we foresee the reaction of our Western colleagues who will definitely say this information is all fake and Russian propaganda. <clears throat> However, this sort of wishful thinking will hardly help European, Europeans <clears throat> should Ukraine and its neighboring states have outbreaks of dangerous diseases that would spread beyond their borders. <clears throat> we feel obliged to keep the Security Council updated on the situation with U U.S. military purpose uh, biological activity in Ukraine that creates real risk for international peace. So right there, the uh, Russia is turning the Claymore around on information influence operations by telling the truth about what's going on. Uh, and of course, the propaganda press, the Biden regime, uh, the deep state has been caught in so many lies that it's going to be very difficult for them to counter these. So the Russia has just accused 
the United States government, which is a proxy puppet of the Chinese, of violating international biological treaties of weapons of mass destruction, taking their case to the UN, uh, taking their case to Europe, and taking their case to the world. Um, this is huge. Uh, so immediately after that, uh, President Zelensky, you know, the Ukrainian president that's in the latex and the high heels, uh, gyrating his midsection uh, with his top off, that, that, <laughs> that video that I showed is totally legitimate. It has never uh, been uh, called to be fake. Is saying that there are Russian war crimes as missiles hit uh, Kharkov. Uh, and they're talking about how uh, footage is showing the missiles slamming right into the corner of a Soviet-era administration building in Freedom Square. So now it's important to understand uh, what's happening here because, again, Zelensky has the Azov, the Nazi battalions, uh, and the Nazis fought the Soviets in World War II. Remember, the Chinese and the Russians, the Soviets, were our allies uh, against the Nazis in World War II. So think about who the enemy is here. And so now Zelensky is saying that um, there, in the propaganda press, fake news is Putin is Hitler, uh, Russia are the Nazis, when that's not true at all. Just like they like to say that Nazis are right wing, Right, Nazis are not right wing. Uh, total right wing, far right wing is total anarchy. Total left wing is total tyranny. But the propaganda press changes all of this as much as possible. And they talk about um, uh, another apartment, a five-story building being hit. There's lots of video of this. I've got some of this up on, um, on my uh, Patreon uh, as well. But it's interesting that it's hitting... Uh, a Soviet-era uh, building. And then he says, Zelensky says, the strike against Kharkov is a war crime. So this is a counter to what the Russians just said of uh, the U.S. with Ukraine through China committing treaty violations of weapons of mass destruction, which of what COVID-19 is in reality, uh, biogenetic, electromagnetic, um, mitochondrial, uh, affecting through 4G, 5G, and do directed energy weapons. Uh, and so he's trying to counter that very, very clearly through information influence operations. So I'm going to stop there and I'm going to go off of uh, YouTube, even though so my main YouTube channel has like 73, 74,000, whatever. This only has like 1,000, but I'm just going to stop uh, and not go further. And you're going to have to switch over to uh, CloudHub, uh, Rumble, or Rockfin to continue uh, this uh, because uh, I am making them react to me. So uh, coming off of uh, YouTube now. And uh, continuing on, um, on uh, Rockfin Rumble and CloudHub. And of course, this will be up on Jeffrey Prather uh, later. Uh, but uh, going back to the claim by Zelensky that Russia is targeting civilians' areas, today on my Patreon, I put up a bunch of stuff. And one of the things I uh, was comparing 
uh, was uh, Kiev and London, and people didn't understand the comparison. So in World War II, uh, Hitler was convinced that if he bombed London into submission, they would surrender. That's never true. The only time it's ever been true is in nuclear war, the United States being the only nation to ever war, wage nuclear war in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, uh, uh, which murdered, killed uh, hundreds of thousands that stopped the will of the Japanese people and saved probably millions of lives as evidenced by the great fights uh, on Guadalcanal and Tarawa and other places. Uh, but the, the propaganda press and Zelensky and the U.S. government is trying to say here that Putin is like, um, is like Stalin, uh, sorry, uh, Putin is like Hitler. Hitler uh, bombed London, and so the the Royal Air Force, the RAF, took their planes out of London uh, and let the London people be bombed, uh, and therefore saved the RAF so that they could eventually take over the skies from the Nazi Luftwaffe, which did uh, happen. That is not what's happening in Ukraine. Uh, these are uh, some apartment buildings, some buildings. The death toll is very low. Why would why would Putin do that anyway when Putin is going to the United Nations and carefully laying out his case? Remember, uh, actions reveal uh, motives. Now, if you go back uh, to Human Rights Watch, uh, hrw.org, and I've published this on my Patreon too, back in 2014, um, Human Rights Watch uh, uh, outed that unguided grad rockets uh, were launched by the Ukrainian government forces and pro-government militias and have killed at least 16 civilians and wounded many more in insurgent-controlled areas of Donetsk and its suburbs um, in 2014. So uh, is there a history of the Ukrainian government uh, targeting with missiles and artillery and rockets its own people. Now, these are the Eastern Providence that are that are now uh, Russian independent states. But again, this has been going on since 2014, uh, 2010. And is there a history of that happening? And the answer is yes. So could it be happening now? Because there's lots of uh, video coming out saying, oh, the Russians are targeting hospitals and they're targeting kindergartens. Um, and both sides use propaganda. But looking historically at this, they're talking about cluster bombs. And I published a cluster bomb pretty um, graphic uh, uh, on my Patreon as well today. Uh, but how would that help Putin's cause to target hospitals and kindergartens? Does that help his cause? Actions reveal motives, arm. Okay, however, uh, if Zelensky and Ukraine target hospitals and kindergartens, does that help their cause? So everybody uses uh, propaganda. Uh, but again, this uh, new uh, aggression, attack, war by Russia on Ukraine is not new. It's been going on a long time. Uh, and it was a slow buildup. Uh, and it was a careful buildup. And the red line that was crossed was when the U.S. stopped going after China. And China is the primary uh, fifth generation war fighter using fifth generation biodigital genetic uh, electronic uh, weaponry. 
and they are the only ones pushing back. And now they've pushed back on all fronts, kinetically uh, uh, and uh, through in informationally uh, on all fronts that has worked. And that's why now uh, China is talking to uh, Russia and negotiating with uh, Russia. Why? Because they are they are negotiating like Trump did from a position of strength. So there is a history documented by Human Rights Watch, hardly a conservative organization, that the Ukrainian government has targeted their own people in the past, as recently as 2014. So could they be targeting their own people now? Uh, yes. Would it fit their motives? This is the intelligence part of it. Uh, would it fit? Uh, would it connect the dots and fit what Zelensky is trying to accomplish? Yes, uh, it would. Uh, does this fit the narrative uh, of the uh, Soviets versus the Nazis? Yes, uh, it does. It is true. And so the war in Donbass um, has been happening at least since uh, 2014, and it was immediately following the Euromaidan protest movement and subsequently the Revolution of Dign Dignity, which I've talked about uh, before uh, in the past. And these demonstrations began around the same time as Russia's annexation of uh, Crimea, uh, but uh, were mainly largely native expressions, native personnel expressions of discontent with the new Ukrainian government. And Russia took advantage of that because there's a lot of Russian uh, citizens there. But that is also not just a bio lab in Ukraine, but a five gen war lab in Ukraine uh, because this is exactly what you've seen in the United States. You've seen discontent in certain feral states and feral cities. So, uh, and then these regions are supported by an outside power. So it's the Eastern two provinces in Ukraine supported by Russia in America. It's the coasts and the feral cities uh, supported by China uh, and opposed by Russia. So I hope that makes sense, that Ukraine has become a 5G war uh, biolab for uh, the U.S. as a representation uh, of China. I know this is complicated, but it's not the simple kindergarten story that you're being told uh, on fake Fox News and everything else, even though Tucker is actually talking about the biolabs and even Tulsi Gabbard uh, was talking about that. Uh, so. Uh, so then is there a background then further uh, to uh, the ideologies that drive this? Because there's different ideologies. So uh, the idea, the, the good American ideology uh, was life and freedom. The bad American ideology was manifest destiny. Uh, the ideology of today now is fascism, which is Nazism under the covert blanket of Antifa, which is really the most fascist organization uh, ever. Uh, and is there uh, an element of fascism in Ukraine? And the best manifestation in uh, recent history of fascism is the Nazis. And so the resemblance between Antifa, the international uh, anti-fascist movement and the brown shirts and the Nazis is parallel. It fits perfectly. And so is there a history of that? And so if you go back again, uh, I have a 
Russian-Insider.com article published on my Patreon from, again, 2014, when all this was happening, and saying Ukrainian fascism is a rampaging reality. The West refusal to acknowledge it may be setting the scene for genocide. The only thing that would make that sentence better is genetic uh, genocide. And so this author is a top U.S. scholar, shows that Ukrainian fascism is not the fringe phenomena that Western governments like to say it is. Um, but Ukrainian fascism is identical to the fascism that existed in Europe in the 1930s and 40s. And like that fascism, it disguises its racist and genocidal agenda behind slogans of anti-communism. And uh, he describes how the racist hatred that drives Ukrainian fascism is focused on Russia and Russians and expresses itself with the same genocidal language that Russians, that fascists of the 1930s and 40s used against Slavs and Jews. And of course, he's talking about the N-word, the other N-word, Nazi. Uh, that's what is this. And of course, there is the Azov Nazi battalion in Ukraine. And so they have had Nazi bacchanalia type marches that look a lot like the Hitler rallies, which were really ceremonies to invoke evil. But I'll save that for Christchaplaincy.com. Um, yet one would wait in vain for the N-word to be mentioned by the Western press. Um, BBC clearly reported that the nationalists demanded that the MPs pass a law to recognize a World War II nationalist group which opposed Soviet forces. <laughs> they'll, they'll say everything except uh, Nazi there. The organization responsible for the murder of thousands is presented as the opposition to Soviet forces. Uh, and so they are, make, they are privilegizing anti-communism at the expense of anything else to insist that there are no Nazis in Ukraine. It is the invention of Kremlin propaganda. But of course, that is not uh, true uh, at all. So uh, Ukraine, uh, this author is saying, is rushing headlong into a modern-day fascist society uh, and includes pervasive rhetoric focusing on the myth of a heroic Ukraine that must be restored um, and bringing all the people together uh, and um, a, hit, a school of current historians of fascism uh, Roger Griffin, George Mouse, Stanley Payne, Robert Paxton has established gene generic features of the fascist phenomena. Fascism for these scholars does not necessarily imply its Nazi variant with anti-Semitism, yellow stars and concentration camps. It is first and foremost a cultural phenomenon, a cultural revolution in the nationalist key. It sacralizes uh, earthly entity, the nation. It reimagines its past and articulates utopian future. Uh, and this is exactly, if you study World War II and Hitler, what Hitler did, uh, making up this uh, Nazi Aryan mythic society uh, and then going out and looking for the Raiders of the Lost Ark and the Spear of Destiny, uh, Spear of Longinius, all of that. It also targets and utilizes the inexperience and alienation of youth by providing with sense of belonging, direction, and destructive emotions. Um, and so this is what happened uh, after World War I. Germans were decimated. Not a lot of dads around because they'd all been killed. Big nurseries. You can look at the photos uh, of uh, kids in big nurseries. Not a lot of father figures. Hitler comes along. Remember Time Magazine's Man of the Year becomes the father figure. 
uh, and deep in the heart of every German lies the sound of marching feet, because a lot of Germans saw Hitler as uh, a father figure, that as in the fatherland. And so these idea these ideologies are very similar to what is going on uh, in uh, Ukraine now. Uh, and so it's very easy to focus on uh, anti-Soviet uh, propaganda, except we defeated the Soviet Union uh, under Reagan. So it's important to understand uh, all of this. Uh, and there was a speech back in 2014 where Tamara Farian, in a speech commemorating the, her the heroism uh, in Ukraine, the ideals of World War II Ukrainian nationalists who resisted Moscow should become universal for Ukraine, that everyone in Ukraine who lacks Ukrainian soul should be executed. Talking about genocide uh, again. And a lot of times this is difficult with the translations and public uh, publications. I've had to struggle with this. I'm not original expert uh, in there. Uh, but looking at actions, revealing motives, and connecting the dots of intelligence, uh, I am seeing what I suspected. Uh, and so uh, this article from 2014 goes on to say, whether Ukrainian mythic nationalism will result in some major genocide is unclear, but one can hardly doubt the fascist discourse that took hold of Ukraine during the last 20 years will only get worse, fueled by a depressed economy, United States, Czech, destroyed industrial powerhouses in the East, United States, Czech, local currency and freefall, United States, Czech, further, the Ukrainian government is clearly dysfunctional, United States, Czech, uh, there are fights in parliament, United States government, check. Fights outside, check. Uh, lynching crowds, just think of all the Blantipa demonstrations, burning, not lynchings, uh, but burnings, everything else. This is exactly uh, the biolab of fifth generation warfare of Ukraine is now what is happening uh, in America. And that's why the Ukrainian and Russian voices and operators at January 6th. Um, and uh, the author says, beguiled by Ukrainian skillful spinning of their genocidal hatred in political terms, the American politicians prefer to concentrate on Russia and the need to challenge it. So when's the last time we needed to challenge Russia? It was when I was a young lieutenant uh, and, and, and the Soviet Union fell and Russia has not been anything to worry about since then. But back in the day, uh, in a speech at Harvard, Biden insisted on the already familiar narrative that the events in Ukraine had to do with the U.S. need to challenge Russia while ignoring Ukraine realities. And it says Putin had to make a choice. Asymmetrical advances on another country cannot be tolerated. Um, and so this is asymmetrical war through uh, biogenetic uh, warfare. And uh, Biden demonstrates here a rather consistent pattern of American foreign policy, the fixation on a historical rival at the expense of current mayhem. Think of Cambodia. When the Vietnamese army decided to put an end to the Khmer Rouge violence and invaded the country, the U.S. continued to condemn Vietnam and supported the Khmer Rouge regime. In the words of the historian Pierre Rickmans, also known by his pen name as Simon Lays, after the fall of Saigon in 1975, Kissinger, you know, deep state, World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab friend, asked the foreign affairs minister of Thailand to convey to Pol Pot the friendly wishes 
of the American government. Of course, these people are murder thugs, but that should not affect our good relations. Khmer regime, uh, ki the killing fields of the Khmer regime, uh, kids turning in their parents, kids killing their parents. We now see that in Africa. We even see uh, January 6th are turned in by his son, by the FBI, who just forgave him. The bio labs, uh, the war labs overseas are being brought home now. Those are the testing fields. That's where these exercises are uh, run. And so if you look back uh, on the Maidan revolution, the, the dignitary revolution, the dignity wars, then you can see that the Ukrainians have shelled their own people several times. Uh, and you can see uh, at first it starts off pretty peaceful, patriots, then, the, then these things are infiltrated uh, and uh, it starts to look a lot like uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, uh, petrol bombs shown at, thrown at buildings, just like in the United States. It looks very similar to that. So this is really important because again, actions reveal motives uh, and beliefs cloud discernment. BCD, ARM, BCD. Um, and the enemy of my enemy is my ally. But we look at what folks are doing. And so remember, Soros, were a Jew, worked with the Nazis to turn in other Jews. That's how he got his big start. Uh, and now, so now George Soros is coming out and saying uh, that Putin and Xi are putting at risk the world. So now he has already, Soros has already declared Putin a traitor um, to the Great Reset, to the World Economic Forum. And now uh, that Putin and Xi are talking, and he's been worried about this for several months, uh, now he is going against all of them. So this is great news because this is screw tape stuff. They're turning on each other, which I knew they would. But the important thing for us is not to turn on each other and to stand together. I've been betrayed countless times. I will never betray uh, anyone. But I have been betrayed and will be betrayed again. And, and Team America has found this already in the larger states. Uh, it has happened. Uh, but in February of this year, Putin and Xi met. And at the end of the meeting, the two released a 5,000-world carefully drafted uh, statement. Uh, and Soros says he was surprised by this statement, which means he was not included, which means he was taken off guard, uh, which means right now the dictators, the tyrants, the sociopaths that want to control everything, uh, whether that's Dorsey, uh, who used to be at Twitter, or Zuckerberg at, at Facebook, or his double, uh, whatever, big whatever, they will eventually fight among themselves. And it has begun through Russia pushing back with the fifth generation bioweapons in the war lab that is called Ukraine. And so now he's saying, as a child, I had many encounters with Russian soldiers. Um, and I know that they were uh, nice, but now it seems like uh, Putin has gone crazy. In Ukraine, Soros talking, I established a foundation even before it became an independent country. I also visited China in 1984 where I also set up a foundation just before the Tiananmen Square massacre. And he says, Putin used to be a canny KGB operator, but he seems to have changed recently, having developed, um, having lost a touch with reality. 
So that looks like there's a change. There's other personnel uh, persons I have seen uh, that are those I work with who have seemed to have changed their mentality as they seem as they um, see what is happening uh, to the world. Uh, and uh, Soros writes that in July 2021, public, Putin published an, an essay saying Russians and Ukrainians are really one people and that the Ukrainians have been less be- misled by neo-Nazi agitators. And he says, the first part of his argument is not without some historical justification, given that Kiev was the original seat of the Russian Orthodox Church. Now, that's going to become important, so pay attention uh, here. Um, but now he says, but Putin seems to be have gone mad. And so now he just goes into the same thing that we're hearing uh, through Biden and through the propaganda uh, press. And that Putin has gone rogue. Um, and Xi seems to realize that uh, as well. Uh, but, they, but on March 8th, one day after the Chinese foreign minister, Wang Yi, had insisted that the friendship between China and Russia remained rock solid, um, that... Uh, that they are supporting efforts together um, to avoid uh, conflict. So China, when somebody stands up to China, they stop pushing. And Russia has stood up to China. So now they're negotiating. But of course, Biden is bought off by China. So nothing's happening. And But Soros has been left out in the cold. So this is really good news uh, that this is happening. And remember, uh, Soros referenced the Russian Orthodox Church. So now we're talking about uh, Christendom uh, and the difference between um, the Western church, mainly first through Catholicism and then through Protestantism and the Russian Orthodox church that split uh, early. And there's a spiritual basis for this. Remember when I had on uh, Nathaniel, uh, the son of Pastor Art, who has been locked up for the fifth time, who went and prayed with the Canadian truckers and they did real work uh, and they they made a real difference. Whereas as far as I can tell, the well-meaning uh, but uh, superficial freedom trucker uh, convoy did nothing at all because there has to be a spiritual basis to what's going on. Uh, so there is a spiritual basis. Even Soros refers uh, to it because he is evil. My basic definition of evil is intentional harm. If you come to the chaplaincy, get into warriorship or heroship, I'll start talking about uh, uh, non-physical energy forms uh, of intelligent energy that brings intentional harm uh, versus um, uh, non-physical energy forms that are intentionally good. Good being life and freedom. Uh, God says life and freedom are good. Not God says death and slavery uh, is what they stand for. So we've already seen a lot of fake psyops. The first psyop was the ghost of Kiev. Uh, Kiev turned out there's been lots of uh, psyops coming out of Ukraine. That's not unusual because Zelensky was a comedian and an actor. Um, we've also seen the U.S. lie about the biolabs and then scrub the data. Uh, and of course, the U.S. Uh, regime has lied about everything. Uh, the Dems have lied about everything from uh, the election uh, to Biden, to Trump. You know, this began back in the day with me, then went through Flynn, then went through Trump, and they continued to lie. And now uh, regular patriots and citizens are are the bad guys. 
but what is the spiritual basis for this? So uh, because Russia stood up, China is now negotiating with Russia, which pits uh, Russia and China against Soros. Soros is the great reset there. So they are starting to screw tape each other. Uh, but there has to be some kind of real power base for this. And real power comes from God. Right now, there's a initiation cycle going on. If you haven't yet, you can always get my book, Initiation, Boys Are Born, Men Are Trained, uh, talking about real power. Uh, it's on Amazon, or I got a couple copies here if you don't want to go on Amazon. You can also go to ChristChaplaincy.com. Uh, the beginnings of real power uh, are from Yeshua, where a lady touches his robe and he feels the power go out him. That's, by the way, where the relics start, begin uh, with the Catholic faith because they are imbued with power. It's scripturally based. All you Protestants who don't like that. Uh, but real power comes from God because real power is energy. Scientists don't know what energy is. They got no clue. They can't identify the cat characteristics, but they don't know what it is. But I call energy a symptom of God. Uh, but if this is for real, there would have to be some kind of base in power from God, uh, from the order of the creation by the creator. And there is. So uh, for mystics, there's Edgar, Edgar Cayce's prophecies. Um, there's also the famous Marian apparitions in both Fatima, Portugal in 1917, and Medjugorje, Bosnia, and Herzegovina in 1981. Uh, and if you're not a Catholic uh, mystic, I was raised Catholic, not now. Uh, lots of good things about Catholics, um, lots of good things about Protestants as well. But the mysticism and the apparitions of the Marian apparitions, the apparitions of Mary that show up everywhere. And lots of times uh, the Catholic Church identifies them. If it's Apache, it's Islandale, it's White Painted Lady. Uh, if it's Lakota, it's White Buffalo Calf Woman. But um, it is incontrovertible that this divine lady shows up worldwide. A lot of Protestants will say it's just the devil. Uh, don't buy that. Uh, but um, the late Father Malachi Martin, famous uh, Catholic priest, written some books. They're, they're okay. Claims to have read the third secret of Fatima. Fatima, one of the most famous of the, of the um, apparitions uh, of Mary. And he was, he was sworn to keep it secret, but Art Bell back in the 90s uh, interviewed him. And the prophecy essentially said that Russia would commit the error of communism and then heal itself of this scourge and proceed to lead the way for the rest of the world. Uh, and again, if you don't like Catholicism, you can talk to Edgar Case. Uh, a lot of people study Edgar Case. I know a little bit about that. Uh, have friends who have studied it deeply. Says the same thing. Salvation for the world, the cure of the world ills, will start in the Ukraine and in Russia. Um, and that was why the Virgin in the Fatima vision, so that's the Virgin Mary, the Immaculate Conception, uh, Catholic um, dogma of 1917, was supposed to have spoken actively about Russia and that Russia, first of all, has to be cured of her errors. And then she will help the entire world to get better and to cure itself of sins. And in 1981, uh, Our Lady of Medjugorje revealed her Russia prophecy to six young children. She said, Russia will come to glorify God the most. The West will make civilization progress, but without God, and will act like their own creator. I find that fascinating. My dad's a big um, Marian devotee. 
uh, great guy, says the rosary. And I find that fascinating. And he, he knows all about Medjugorje probably more than I do. And says the West will the West will make civilization progress without God and will act like their own creator. That's genetics right there. Um, and um, the Medjugorje operations began shortly after the first assassination attempt against uh, Pope John Paul II. Uh, and he said of the Medjugorje as a continuation of an extension of Fatima. Our Lady appearing in communist countries primarily because of problems that originate uh, in Russia. Uh, at Fatima in 1917, there's movies out on this. There's plenty. And I've got a lot of research on my Patreon. The operation had ordered the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, which Pope John Paul II took very seriously after his near fatal shooting, um, which he complete when he completed on March 24th, 1984. And this was swiftly followed by the collapse of communist rule in Poland and the fall of Berlin Wall and the end of the Soviet Union on Christmas Day in 1991. And you got to admit, <laughs> those are pretty, um, uh, pretty interesting uh, dates for divine providence. Back in 44, Edgar Case prophesied that Russia would help prevent the destruction of mankind. He foresaw a future world financial crisis, pointed to Russia as being the thorn in the side of the financial powers exactly what's happening right now. Um, they were organizing themselves against the good of humanity. Uh, in Russia, there comes the hope of the world, not as sometimes referred to of the communistic or Bolshevik, but freedom. Uh, that friendship with the nation that has set the monetary unit in God we trust. And so that is really uh, interesting to me because I'm a very spiritual person. I'm a very mystical person. Mysticism is not occultism. Don't freak out, although I'm sure some of you uh, will. And of course, I've had many mystical experience. I had a near death, really death experience where God talked to me uh, once and changed everything uh, for me. And that was coming out of a sweat lodge. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> but uh, if you're not Catholic and if you're not familiar with the mysticism of Catholicism, that's one of the good things about Catholicism. We're like, we don't know what this is, but it's a mystery, the mystery of the Eucharist, the mystery of the cross. You get into Protestantism and you take all that out and it kind of becomes legalistic. Calvin Luther and kind of looks a lot like uh, a lot of um, Judaism arguing over the law stuff um, as opposed to the, the great mystical experiences. And Malachi Martin was a famous uh priest, he, he wrote, you know, hostage to the devil. You know, I have done exorcisms. I'm a warrior. Uh, a lot of people glaze over when I start talking about that, not prayer warrior, a lot more than that. Um, uh, but uh, if you look at uh, where the lady or the shining lady or the beautiful lady has appeared, Lady of Guadalupe, it's all over the place. White buffalo calf woman, white painted lady, all societies have it. Um, this the, and it's usually to the very poor and the very innocent. Usually it's very poor children, very innocent, poor children that she appears to uh, and ask her to pray, um, which is not unlike Yeshua being, you know, born uh, poor and in a manger in a lower house. And so uh, the 1917 uh, apparitions were very famous, and they a lot of people swear by them. There was the miracle of the moving sun. Uh, thousands saw that. There's people who believe in it. There's people who um, poke holes in it. There's some great movies out there about that. I'll post some of those. 
because the always scares the government when people have faith in God, something other than whatever government uh, it is. And so Malachi Martin, Martin talks about how he was allowed to see the third prophecy, which was kept secret. Um, and uh, the this prophecy, the the little girl was not uh, was not showing to anybody. Uh, and he's saying that Russians' role in the vision of Fatima is very important uh, for the salvation of the world, the cure of the world ills, and it will start in Ukraine and in Russia. Um, and that's why the Fatima vision of 1917 was supposed to have spoken actively about Russia. Um, and it said it was a very bizarre uh, message. And so the first two messages uh, came out, um, and um, there again, there were lots of miracles. The miracle of the sun dancing, thousands of people saw that. Uh, Lucia de Santos, uh, the eldest of the three children, um, and she became a nun, wrote them down. But the third and final prophecy was not to be revealed until 1960. It was sealed. It was given to the, uh, the bishop uh, there. And then it may have been changed. Now that we get into intrigue here, because the Pope isn't particularly holy. Want to see a good movie about the Pope? Watch The Shoes of the Fisherman. He's just a religious bureaucrat. Uh, but a religious bureaucracy sometimes allows good things to happen. I think the best thing to come out of the Catholic Church uh, in the last century uh, is Mother Teresa, um, because that bureaucracy gave her a format uh, to help the dying and the unloved. So uh, that's, again, turning the claymore. Um, but uh, each of the prophecies, the, the end of World War I, uh, a, a, a um, remarkable display of light. That's the second prophecy. Uh, it was when you see a night illuminated by an unknown light, there is a great sign you'll be given by God. He's about to punish the world. The good will be martyred. The Holy Father will have much to suffer. Uh, and they talk about that being where John Paul got shot, and certainly he did uh, after that. Uh, but the third one uh, was not opened in 1960, when it was supposed to be opened. Uh, and uh, the Pope said then that the prophecy does not relate to my time. Uh, and But some say that uh, John the 23rd fainted when he read the third secret because it specifically states the Pope would betray the flock and turn his sheep over to the slaughter devised by Lucifer himself. So now I find that fascinating because the, the Pope in the Catholic Church now is a mess. And if you've ever heard one of my sermons uh, at ChristChaplacy.com, where we talk about um, the, uh, the dragon will war on the seed, it's revelations uh, of the woman, uh, and in um, Genesis, uh, she'll crush your head, crush your head, and it's the Nahash. It's it is the shining one. It is uh, the serpent. Moses talks about raising a bronze fiery serpent. Yeshua talks about like like the bronze fiery serpent that Moses was raised up. The Son of Man will also have to be raised up. The Jews used to have a bronze fiery serpent symbol uh, a long time ago, uh, but it looks like. The, the prophecy from this little girl who became a nun did not fit in good with the religious bureaucracy. So they covered it up. So there's a lot of people who think that uh, 
Bushia was not the one they brought out was not the same little girl. They they killed her. They changed it. The Pope, the church. There's all kinds of terrible dealings. Um, Christianity has a, has done more good for the world than all other religions, but there's plenty of Christian evil uh, done. There's plenty of Catholic evil uh, done. Uh, and uh, in 1980, John Paul was asked, what about the third secret of Fatima? And he said, given the seriousness of the contents, my predecessors in the Petron office diplomatically preferred to postpone publication so as to not encourage the world power of communism to make certain moves. So that's very interesting uh, that they decided to go against uh, the Marian operation. Now, you don't have to believe in it. There's like, if it helps your faith, faith it's good. If you don't help your faith, uh, it's good. Uh, uh, but it looks like it didn't fit in with uh, what they wanted said uh, for their power base. Uh, and, you know, when the last Pope was here in America, he didn't even open with a prayer. And Malachi Martin talks about this. Uh, he says uh, he was shown it by a cardinal, uh, had been president of the meeting with Pope John the Twenty Third, and they were trying to figure out what to do with it. And he, John the Twenty Third, thought it would ruin his ongoing negotiations with Khrushchev and the Kremlin, so he didn't trust God <laughs> there or uh, the Mother of Jesus, uh, the apparition, and. Um, uh, by 1962, he derided uh, the people who called the prophets of doom, and there was no doubt that he was talking about the prophecy of uh, Fatima. So uh, Malachi Martin said, I have no authority, no angel has tapped me on the shoulder, uh, but I consider Fatima to be the key event in the declining fortune of the Roman Catholic organization, the near future of the church in the third millennium, the defining event. Uh, in Rome, there are men uh, all their lives engaged in macro government, not merely in religion, but state. Um, Pope John Paul II is an ardent supporter of one world government. He wants to bring his brand of Christianity, of course, to the UN. He said, I'm a member of humanity. This is no longer Pius IV and Pius V who said, I'm the vicar of Christ. Completely absent is the kingship of Christ. <clears throat> and so... Um, Pope uh, the 16th, Pope Benedict XVI, whoever thinks that the prophetic mission of Fatima is over is deceit. Uh, both he and Sister Lucia have said that the third secret speaks about end times. Um, and uh, uh, she said that the devil is about to wage a decisive battle. The world has gone the opposite way that they should have gone. Uh, and that she, that the lady apparition appeared again in 61 because the Vatican had failed to release uh, her secret. And this was the secret to the four children at Agar Bandal. So I know this is a deep dive into Catholic mysticism and Marian apparitions. Uh, but the point here is that it fits uh, with my intelligence assistant uh, assessment of the proofs and evidence of what is really uh, going on here. And what is really going on here is that uh, Putin through Russia is standing up to the Great Reset. And there is now a divide, a screw tape, as in screw tape letters, C.S. Lewis, um, as in <laughs> uh, 
he becomes Christian uh, during World War II, during the bombing of uh, London, uh, and uh, is beginning to stand up against this great reset. So this is really, really important to understand. And even CNN host Fareed Zakaria said last Sunday that um, the era of global American dominance uh, is uh, over. And of course, all nations fall. America will fall as well. You can only rely on God, not uh, on nations. And that's really important to understand. And the backbone, of course, of American power, um, or rather force, is the American military. And then all of a sudden, there's a, there are a lot of men. There's 80 to 100 soldiers down at Fort Bragg where I used to be stationed. A lot of them in the um, 82nd Airborne who are dying in their bunks, and nobody knows why. They're turning up uh, dead. There were also five uh, West Point cadets who had overdoses, cocaine overdoses, while they were on spring break partying, and they had fentanyl in their cocaine. So, so much for the honor code of West Point. West Point uh, is a worst point now in Fort Bragg, uh, the home of the Airborne, the home of Delta Force, uh, the old home of Seven Special Forces Group, my old group, my old group, is being decimated from within. And so the answer to all of this is uh, to uh, turn back to God, because, of course, these active duty soldiers have been injected uh, with the jab and are falling, falling uh, to that, literally. So I hope all that makes sense. I've gone over a bit. Uh, I still got more to go through. I'll get to that um, on Thursday. I will be doing the Rockfin um, private show tomorrow at 1. If you're interested, if you want the deeper dive to see what I'm talking about, um, go to patreon.com slash Jeffrey Prather at the $5, or $25 uh, levels. Uh, the new Prather Law buoy is already sold out. Sorry, they're all gone. The Prather War buoy seems to be sold out. Uh, worldwide as well. The most important thing is to team up with Team America. Uh, sign up for that at jeffreyprather.com. If you're not in America, go to Team Global Freedom. If you're uh, an expatriate of another country living in America and you want to help out with clean, team, global, team Global Freedom, sign up there uh, as well. Uh, most importantly, to build your faith and connection to God, you don't have to join, but you are welcome to join us at ChristChaplaincy.com because the Christ connection uh, to God, our Father, beyond the walls of time and space uh, is the Messiah, is the answer. Uh, So fear not, God bless, keep the faith and hold fast. We are winning. This is what winning looks like. Remember, freedom is never given. It is earned. It is fought for. It is won. It is taken. So take it.